Aloha and welcome to the Rainbow Wrap-Up. And I sound a little bit happier. There's a little bit more of a kick in my step right now, as um, I think as you might find from our panel as well. And um, that is, of course, the one and only Shane Lalohead Agno. What's up, Shane? What's up, Warrior Nation? <laughs> you sound happy. I don't know about yeah. Sean. We had to check in with Sean. Sean last <laughs> week. You know, was really advocating for Graham one more year. <laughs> but Sean, you know, he came to terms with the fact that that Todd Graham decided to resign. And now he seems to be happy about it. So welcome, of course, the one and only Sean. I'm in as well to the show. What's up, Warrior Nation? What's up, fellas? What's up? Well, as you folks know, this is Wayne Quito, by the way. I, I forget to always say my name. I always feel like people are like, what the... <laughs> So, yeah, this is, yeah, anyways, um, this is Hawaii Sports Fans. Uh, I just got back from Kansas City, Missouri, and Los Angeles. I had a two-thirds of Super Wild Card Weekend under my belt, and it was amazing. And uh, here at Hawaii Sports Fans, that's what, that's what we do. We go on amazing adventures that make you just say, like, wow, like, that just happened. That was a dream, and that Sheesh. always happens to me. So uh, come join us, Hawaii Sports Fans, hisportsfans.com. Uh, but we're going to delve into UH football because, you know, that's what we're here for. And at hisportsfriends.com, I got to put that in because I just got a text on the way here to start this podcast about people asking about next year because it looks like the buzz is happening. People asking to me about tours for next year. And um, in, in January, that's got to be a record probably. Uh, so that's pretty good news. And I think what that means is uh, our fan base and, and not just our fan base, but the state. And that's what's more important is entire Hawaii, the buy-in from our entire state, right? Because of our senators, of our legislature, they want to get involved and they need to buy in as well, right? So if we see that happening now, we can capitalize on that. And I think uh, with Todd Graham's departure and his resignation, you know, that process can begin. What do you guys think? That, that was shocking. I was shocked. I, who, who, who quits? Like, in in today's day and age for college coaches who leaves money on the table. Like it's, it's unbelievable. I, I was watching a movie with my wife and I looked down at my phone and I had 10 messages. So I knew something had happened. So I was, I was shocked. <laughs> well, he did have a clause in his contract, which we did discover that he, he would have to owe money. Right. If he, if he, he quit on the team. So Todd Graham did, and now he did the right thing. He did the right thing by resigning, and that's what people should do when they when they mess up like this. They they need to do the right thing, and he's not. It's probably not gonna. Shouldn't stop at him, but he stepped up. He did the right thing, um, and now he's you know he's he's left maybe some money on the table, but looks like he he might have owed the school some money too. Um, uh, but what about you, Lalo Head? What's what's been your reaction? Yeah, I'm with you guys. I was completely shocked. I didn't expect. Um, him to resign. I thought it was going to be um, another year with him. I was expecting to see if he was going to make changes or whatnot. But yeah, I was uh, at Foodland waiting in line for my Poke Bowl and I got all these like, my grandma resigned. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is happening? Man? <laughs> but yeah, I was, um, I was, I was pretty happy with the news. I, I it, It's not, you know, it's obvious that we're all a little bit disappointed with the way things were turning out. So mm -hmm. it's it's time to make that clean slate. It's it's time to bring back 
the warrior football culture, man. Mm-hmm. It's time. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, my first reaction is surprisingly, I was kind of sad because I, I, I just don't like the messiness of it. Like it looks messy. It's the right thing. Yeah. I yelled for it on a show last week and then I, I advocated for it. I said this for time that that's what he needed to do. But it is sad because, you know, this is not like the kind of like Pilikia in Hawaii that like we want to be involved in. Right. We don't want to be having issues, but, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't work out. And let's face it, he wasn't a, a fit from the beginning. So he should have never have been hired. And that's what we're going to talk about, because that we do need a, 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 a change if people don't understand the importance of having somebody with local ties. And clearly this administration doesn't believe that. I mean, they have they showed that in the other hires as well. So it's not shouldn't have been surprised when they chose somebody so out of the box. So so unnecessary and that was a thing unnecessary we had two years unnecessarily dealing with things yes we dealt with covid yes we had the pandemic and yes those things will always be factored into todd grant's tenure but you know we 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 deserve better we've always known that from the beginning as local people we need to be put first our fans our everyday fans need to be put first not the sponsors (laughs) not the corporations but the fans period and the story (laughs) and also fans happen to be citizens of the state of Hawaii. So um, taxpayer dollars also funnel into the program, which a lot of them forget. The coaches definitely forget that. The administration absolutely forgets that. That's why they act with such you know, arrogance at times when it comes to when you're asking them to be accountable for the things that they do and the decisions they make because they believe that they walk on water, that they don't need to be challenged. So Todd Graham being doing the noble thing, yes, was noble. He shouldn't, he's not, shouldn't be the only one. He's the only one doing the noble thing though because he lost everybody. Like we yeah. said this last week and Sean, you brought this up, you know, that he lost Hawaii and that was something that he could not come back from. And that's right. why I got on you, Sean. That's why Shane got on you, Sean, because <laughs> one year wasn't going to do anything, Sean, one year coming back. No, he lost them. They're gone. And you know what? Yeah. Right now they're all those same people that are gone <laughs> are thinking about renewing season tickets right now. That's the power of one thing. And that's why I mean, demanding, what we deserve as fans, what we deserve as local people. We stop standing around and like, oh, well, let's just throw away another year. Like, no, 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 no. You messed up. This is the wrong guy. Get rid of him. And maybe you should go to because the people that brought him in had clearly no clue about hiring a football coach. Because you look at, and if you're, if you're so impressed by, by his being in Arizona state, I mean, What's more impressive than that is a guy that won gold medals and we we freaking bowed over for him. And this is what happened to him. We got him tossed as well. The fans. So don't don't forget that as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, instead of picking Dick Tomey as athletic director, we pick Herman. Yep. <laughs> this is Hawaii, because in Hawaii, Oops. we think that we need people from the mainland. That's why we cannot mm. do it ourselves. And also, also, so we brought up, so I want to go into Bob Wagner's post, which you brought up today, mm-hmm. Facebook post. And, you know, um, he's very proud of his tenure at UH, which he should be. And in a lot of ways, his tenure has been overshadowed because of the rah-rah of the 2000 and that seven. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know he feels that way. And he feels like they've been overshadowed. Um, you know, but uh, it, it, it's, it's, that's the thing is like, I rather have that fight over. Are we going to go to a Wagner person or a June Jones person or a Tommy? Like I rather have us talking about which, who can we trust again, rather than going out and being like, Oh yeah, we're going to go and find this guy who has no, okay. I mean, Todd Graham was so bad that he had zero ties to Hawaii. I mean, that was a terrible <laughs> hire from the beginning. Terrible. 
And honestly, yeah. inexcusable. You wasted all this money and time for us. <laughs> Two well, years. I, I just think about what, what he took over, what he took over from Nick. He had like a championship caliber team. Mm-hmm. And like what we're looking at now, it is just, mm-hmm. there's just the cupboard is bare. There's yeah. not much there. So yep. yeah, he, right he, now, he tore, he tore yeah. it down. Yep. He tore it down, and I think he realized, uh, I don't think I have the stuff to, to build it back up. And I don't know if it was him just realizing that or if it was more about self-preservation and that, you know, some of those allegations, if people started digging and it turned out to be true, that that might have been, you know, a career career ender for him. Whereas with this he still might get a chance to, to. Well, let, let me, let me go back to the real quick to the Senate inquiry where we talked about, you know, Michael Green being brought in who is King litigator of Hawaii. And he talked about, I'm not going to bring any lawsuits, but yes, there will be lawsuits or there could very well be because all these people came to him to bring lawsuits to UH. So does the Senate want to fight lawsuits knowing that they're coming? It's easy. It's really easy at that point yeah. when you start bringing up lawsuits. Yeah. And that's why I was like, I literally don't see an out for him. Like, even if he went, like, he would have to go 12 and 0 win the national championship. And like, still <laughs> like, like legitimately he would have like I, his on-field performance would have to be impeccable. Plus he would have to gain the trust of everybody again. And I mean, that, that was just so hard. I think that's just a mountain he can't climb. And, it's sad because it looks like he's moving from Hawaii too. And he has a beautiful house and he'll make a lot of money off of it as well. So mm-hmm. um, let's just hope it's going to be occupied by a local person and not someone else who's going to come in and leave and flip it again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like we tried to help Penny. I mean, that, that, I mean, if she's listening to this, like, I really believe that, you know, you, you had your heart in the right place. Like, that's what we always say. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe they're good people. I believe the Graham's really are good people they probably they just have no clueless they're really clueless as to how they come off like absolutely clueless and mm. and that's clear with penny who i mean god some of the stuff people are pick- finding about her people saying about her on the internet was like worse by far worse than anything i've ever heard the hawaii fan base person say about <laughs> her but i mean she she earned her own reputation really quickly and she ruffled a lot of feathers and she um you know at the end of the day didn't look for local help and I tried to help her. And that's the thing I told her, I told her and I told her and, and she, and so that's the thing that I, I feel bad. That's the thing that I feel sad for. Cause I wanted to be able to help her and work on that relationship, but you tried, you know, we tried, we tried, I tried. Yeah. I went hiking with Ryan the other day and I just said, you know how much it would have meant to like the fan base if she had just like eaten a spam musubi and taken a picture with you guys at the beach or Mm-hmm. eating a shrimp plate or uh tacos tacos somewhere it, i think it would have made a huge difference no they wanted yeah. to come in and live in their house have the nice view have you know tahiti productions from polynesian culture yeah. center come and perform next to their <laughs> pool and believe that that's, they're living an island life as local that's people their interpretation of hawaii yep. and that was todd's interpretation of uh football but all us hardcore uh football fans know that that's not it. Mm-hmm. That's not it. So, yeah. And well, it was just like, cause like, um, they had the, the post of the Jacob Euro had the barbecue at the beach with the team. And that's what, hey, that's, that's how it what is. Hawaii, yeah. It's like, yep. no, 
everybody's Absolutely, invited. Yeah, everybody's there. Look like they're having a good time. And that's Hawaii. The Hawaii right there. Barbecue on the beach. Mm-hmm. Magic so like, Island. Oh. Yeah. So like well, something Shane, simple of that. Well, Shane, uh, Tom, I mean, June Jones did an interview with um, Rob or uh, mm-hmm. KHOA and talked about the formula, Tommy. What do you think he meant by that? The formula, Dick Tommy's formula, just to, like we all said, embrace the culture. Mm. Um, mentor these players. They're not just athletes. You, when, as a coach, you're like a father figure. Yeah? You have to relate to every single player on your team, whether it be a walk-on, whether it be a third stringer. Everybody is on your team, and they're looking to you to mentor them. And you know, most, most of these players, they're not going to go to the NFL. We all know that. So you have to develop them to better men so that they can succeed in whatever they may do. And with sports, we all know that being on a sports team, that, that can develop your character immensely, you know, yeah. with competition, with discipline, with teamwork, with camaraderie, with with mm-hmm. so many things. So just the fact that, you know, Todd Graham didn't embrace our team like that. And, and it may be different in the mainland where, where players don't need that. I don't know, you know, that father figure, that bonding from their coach, but in Hawaii, that's what it is. <laughs> it's like the young respect their elders so much, or that's what we were, you know, that's how we were raised to respect your elders and it should work both ways. But mm-hmm. if your elder doesn't show you respect, you know, in this day and age, we kind of rebel back like, you know, screw this guy, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's the formula. The And that's what June Jones said, right. To bring back that formula and who he said, whoever the coach is needs to refer back to that formula. And even Bob Wagner in his post, like you mentioned a little earlier, mentioned that too, the Dick Tommy formula. Mm-hmm. And to Bob, to Bob Wagner's point, he did make a, a valid point. Um, and you, you're right, Wayne. He, he, his success with the Rainbow Warrior football team is overshadowed by the Sugar Bowl and stuff like that mm-hmm. by the team 2007. But at the same point, he, he's talking about different eras. That's like comparing... Mm-hmm. Saying, "Oh, Muhammad Ali could beat Mike Tyson or Mike." Well, I mean, Jordan. I don't. Know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know no. I, I mean? see where you're going. I see where you're going. Yeah. I, I think like, yes, but we. He brings up a lot of points. We beat a lot of Big Ten. We we beat a lot of yes. like the best teams. Like, and he's right. And then like they, we beat Charleston Southern in 2007 mm-hmm. in Northern Colorado. So mm-hmm. he he makes extremely valid points. And oh, the thing is. Totally. Like he yeah. could have had, he had a lot of coaching tree and the point that he made. So we're talking about Bob Weiner talking about how coach June Jones, his era was amazing, but they didn't play as many national powers. And he's right. I mean, if you look at the schedule, he's right. And, and we beat, we beat power five schools on the road under Wagner a lot, occasionally at, at Berkeley at Oregon. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of wins. So I get what he's saying, but at the same time, one of the first things he brought up in his posts is something I brought up. As our program has moved along, our coaching trees have just expanded. Now we have an <laughs> abundance of coaching people yep. from Hawaii with ties, period. Mm-hmm. That can be the coach. 
That can be the athletic director. That can be the president of the University of Hawaii at Manoa. So get out of here with, I don't need any of these people anymore. We don't need them on the island, quite frankly. <laughs> we don't. Like, it's, it's, it's insulting to me now that I have to, we have to advocate for people that don't need to be advocated for anymore. Like, local people, because they have ties, and then self-hating people who don't want to hire other local people because they feel like, I need to go to the oh. mainland. And that's the problem. And that's what Wagner brought up in his first spot. He's like, I've coached enough people who have already moved on to coaching ranks. He literally has how many head coaches on that had under that's him? Right. He has one currently, the highest paid federal employee, mm. Ken Yu Matalolo, who's also under his tree. So he is making a lot of great points. So I, I so I'm saying like, we've, we've had so many. That's a good problem that UH has always had. We have all these people that already know Hawaii, know our culture, and know how to coach football at the Division <laughs> One level. Right. No more Todd Grams ever, 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 ever yep. again in any sport. And if you can't do that as a tech director, you cannot be at Hawaii. You cannot be mm -hmm. here. And as a president, if you don't even know that that's important, you cannot be here. Go to another school. Go to mm -hmm. the mainland. And maybe they won't hire you. That's what people need to think about. Maybe there aren't that many options for a lot of the people here. And that's why they are in Hawaii. And that's why they'll never leave. And that's just facts. And the fact is, we there are a lot of more than well good enough candidates with local ties for every sports job on this island. Media jobs, which is good that we're filled with a lot of local people, our media jobs, but they still obviously got called out and deservedly so this cycle because they inadequately, inadequately reported on the Telegram situation because they deflected, they helped the department trying not to be negative, and then everything blows up. So that's why we're doing the show right now. So people remember... All the stuff that we went through. And then because, you know, after June Jones is hired, guess what? All those ADs are going to act like, yeah, like we did this right. If they if they don't. OK, like we I know we're going to talk about the, if they don't hire June, but it's like if you don't hire. OK, like if you don't hire June or Miano or, you know, anybody that's really very solidly could bring Hawaii together. And that's the main thing. Not what you're going to do on the field. <laughs> like people don't get that. They're like, oh, but his office like. He's like, no, we need people back in the stadium. Oh, yeah. It's it's overcorrection at this point. Yes. Because of yes. what happened with Todd, you cannot run the risk of repeating that because <laughs> repeating that, you might as well just stick a fork in this football program. That's <laughs> why this this hire is so important. And this is just I'm just bracing myself. I hope we're not gonna get a curveball because this thing is put on a tee. And it's just such an easy decision and you just, you know, what should happen. And I'm just, I'm bracing myself for if it doesn't happen, <laughs> if that makes yeah, any I, sense. I totally. <laughs> no, I, I hear exactly what you're saying because just like with the Todd Graham hire, I had, there's, I didn't expect that at all. Nobody I thought did. it was going to be, you know, somebody on the staff whether it was Stutz or Smith. Well, wasn't it? Yeah, Stutz was the, the favorite, right? Yeah, that's yeah, who I a thought lot of people it was going to be. Yeah, a lot of people and thought then, it was going to be Stutz. And, and like we talked about this weeks before about that's how Boise State was always successful because they always yeah. would hire from within, right down the tree, right down the tree. But now they know, they know the formula, the Boise State. Exactly. Way. And is it a coincidence that they're always good? Well, how hard is it to stay successful and be like let's keep the continuity around exactly. for next year it's like literally miami hurricanes like all of those programs did it as well why do you think that you're so special 
why Dave Madeline thought that I I just know more than everybody in Hawaii. I'm going to bring on Todd Graham and it's going to change everything. Yes, he did change everything. He sunk us back down to <laughs> lower than Norm Chow. That's where yes. the program is. People don't get it. It's yeah, lower yeah. than Norm Chow. It is. It is. Lower oh. than Von Oppen. And the good thing is, guess what we did to correct Von Oppen? We brought in June Jones. And if I got to say anything about why I understand Wagner, because fellas, you guys are older than me. So, you know, the 99 season was probably our, our great, one of our greatest seasons. And that 99 Fresno game was better, in my opinion, more than the, the, the UW game. The UW game was, yeah. I'm glad we won. We should have destroyed the worst Pac-12 team. Let's face it. Yeah. Second of all, like we had the weakest schedule. I'm glad that we finished it off. Of course, I ran the field for Washington, but in 1999, when Billy Volek overthrew his receiver in the corner of the end zone, I jumped on the field with Brad, me and little Brad. <laughs> and we were kids and we were going nuts. And there was probably only like 30 of us, 40 of us. And that was so euphoric for the fans that were there that dealt with the 0 and 12 season under Von Oppen. And even though I was a kid and I, and I, you know, in, in high school, in you know, middle and high school, I, I still understood that our program was important because my grandparents were so invested and then they started giving up tickets and I saw people giving up tickets in the nineties and then June Jones is hired. And, you know, we remember how, you know, it wasn't more impressive back then. Obviously he was just coaching the Falcons. He's coaching the chargers. And it was like, wow, it's NFL coach. And I remember when he, I remember in a preseason game in like 95, when, Falcons were playing somebody and I was like, Oh my God, that guy's from Hawaii. Maybe one day he'll coach Hawaii. And my grandpa was like, no way. Never. will he come to Hawaii. He coaches the NFL. And literally five years later, he ended up sleeping in Hugh Yoshida's, you know, hotel room and waking up to become our coach. So I think like that's an impressive story. And we need to go back to that. Like Shane said, go back to warrior football because that's who we are. We aren't who we've been lately. And the fact is we've had people at the reins of this program, not named Todd Graham who are still around who might not understand that. And that's what bugs me the most is like, are we going to do this again? We're going to go through all of this again, because this is BS. We just literally came off a whack, uh, mountain West division title. Mm-hmm. All we had to do was pick any of the several assistants that would have sat, stayed around and ran the same things. And it would Ooh. have been nothing would have changed, but now we are back to square one. But the good thing is, and June Jones brought this up, the transfer portal is a lot can still happen. And June's formula is to go find those kids that nobody is talking to, to go to prisons. I mean, the transfer portal is like, you know, it's like a menu for him now. It's like Facebook. It's like, just look up all these kids and be like, I'm Jude Jones. You know, have you heard of me? Can you imagine all those kids at the Polynesian Bowl? Thinking like, hmm, maybe if it doesn't work out wherever Mm -hmm. I go, I'll come back and play for this guy. You know, so like immediately, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, Shevin honestly was the reason, we have to thank Shevin because had he not left, yeah, that's why people need to change their mind about Shevin. Because had Shevin not left, there would not have been a, a there would be no Twitter space, there would be yeah. nothing. I mean, even it, if Muasau and I'm gonna be honest, even if Muasau and the rest of them left, because Shevin Cordero left, this is why all of this started. So that's why I never curse Shevin Cordero's name, people out there, because he's the reason that we luckily mm-hmm. are able to get rid of this guy yeah. and finally start fresh. He's soft-spoken, so he he his actions. You know, man, Colt Brennan came out and spoke about the soap about the locker yep. room because mm-hmm. Colt Brennan was more vocal and more charismatic. Shevin, he's like a, a more quiet leader, and by mm-hmm. him just saying, you know what, I'm I'm out. His actions just spoke way louder than any words he could have said. You know, so I was like, oh. 
Well, isn't it a coincidence that like every time we bring in the run and shoot, we have success, and every time we go away from it, (laughs) we don't. We go right into the crapper. So I know. I'm not sure if someone needs to kind of look at that. He he. (laughs) The person who hired Graham was around for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, how much info do you need to know about our school? Like, it's not hard. It's it's like BYU. Okay, so BYU to hire head coaches is pretty hard. Because not only do you have to be Mormon, yeah, you have to be endowed, and that means I grew, I was Mormon. I went on a mission. And I was endowed. That means that you are like very limited amount of Mormons that do this. Go to the temple. Right. So like BYU has an extremely small pool, but right. they figure it out. They know that they have their formula. They can. That's their formula. Like stick to the Hawaii formula. What we know what our formula is, and the pool has only gotten bigger. There was no reason. And that was a point with Todd Graham. There's no reason. And there was no reason for Rich Hill. Sorry, I'm going to bring up baseball, even though the season has started. <laughs> There's no reason for him. Sorry. And then you guys jumped. Everybody was like, oh, I'm so happy. It's good. I'm not saying his resume is bad, but there is no reason for him. There's no reason to take a chance on somebody from the mainland when we have people from Hawaii that we could take a chance on. And guess what? Give them something on their resume, just like Bo Graham. How come Bo Graham gets to come to Hawaii and, and fill his resume? <laughs> How come? How come local Papa people was, cannot come? How come local Papa people cannot stay home and have their own? And that's what I mean. That's what people need to think about. Because the grounds was made out in Hawaii. I was sad that it didn't work out for them in the long term, but they made out. They made they're gonna make money, and their son is leaving with um, uh, an offensive coordinator credit on his belt. And guess what? Just yeah. like the Power Five credit, somebody is going to fall in love with that when they see it and give him a job. And that is the whole point that I try to explain to people. That's the whole point as to why there are limited jobs in Hawaii for those kind of things. And that's why it needs to be filled on on a job that I have, right? As an actor, we had a problem. I was on Hawaii Five-0 10 years ago. CBS wasn't hiring locals. Why? Because people think that locals can't do anything. That's how the mainland thinks, right? Like, ooh, I don't know these Islanders. Can we put them on CBS? Can we trust them? Now I'm about to film another CBS show very soon. And guess what? it's gotten a lot better, but still people will hold on to that because they don't believe that people in Hawaii are capable. It's like, I have two degrees from one of the best colleges in America. I played three sports. I'm not worried about what people think about me anymore. Like I did as a kid, because I did feel that way. Cause I did feel like I was less than because in Hawaii, that's how, a lot, that's how it feels to be from Hawaii to, to feel like it's, well, it's just, we just going to take what we can get. We're just going to do what we can do. Like, no, it's time to demand that we have something for us that, that, that speaks to us, like a program that, that feels like us, that looks like us, that we see ourselves in and our culture represented in. And that's the problem that we had with that talk ground, that we didn't see any of that. And honestly, I'm not sure we're going to see that until we know that the house is ready to, to, to welcome that back in. Because I mean, clearly, if June Jones isn't picked, like this is a this is this is not even this is there will be a protest. That, that's that's for sure. Especially if somebody that's oh. totally out of the box wacky is picked. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, Madeline can't be that dumb. I mean, he really can't be. Like that would be really <laughs> I, hard. I think yeah. I think what you're looking at is like if they hire June and he gets you know he he gets the band back together, he gets Miano, he, like bring home Timmy. Uh, you, you might be looking at you know twelve to thirteen thousand season ticket holders. Increase if right there. Random right? random person X, you know, from the mainland is brought in. You, you might be looking at like five. So it's it's critical. You need to get this fan base back. You need mm-hmm. to 
you you need to extend the olive branch and kind of make up for what you did here. And that's mm-hmm. I'm just I'm I just hope they do the right thing. I hope they yeah. do the right thing. It's like so it's like so obvious who the choice should be, but like we don't know how Madeline thinks, you know. Huh. And it was it he was the athletic athletic director only from 2015. So he the only coach yeah. he really hired was Rolo, right? He's been around. Yeah. He's been around. He 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 he's been in the yeah, program he, his whole he, career. He's never worked anywhere yeah. else. He worked at the Hawaii yeah. Bowl as yeah. a chair. He, he he's the one that invited June Jones and all his teams to the Hawaii Bowl all those years. So he's, oh, he's yeah, very yeah. aware. Right. Yeah. I don't know. If they have a great relationship though. And that's See, that's what I'm thinking. And the it's, thing is, why do you think, something. Sean? Why, is it shocking to you that somebody who thinks out of the box? might not have a good relationship or somebody who is vocal about the issues. Mm-hmm. You see what the recurring mm-hmm. theme is here with this administration, right. with this state. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the way that people in the state are, like I said, people in the state don't, they're so provincial for us all. They want to hold on to the little job and it's a good job. I mean, every job at the university of Hawaii is a good job. And quite frankly, I don't know how many of them deserve any of those. Because those jobs are coveted. Division one jobs are coveted in the in, in America. People go all over to get one of these jobs. So if you're going to come here, I can name so many candidates off the top of my head right away in every position. But we, we choose mean, that- who we choose in Hawaii. That's the problem. And you as fans, you guys as well, and our family and our friends need to expect better. Not go to games and just be like, oh, can I hear the speaker? Yeah, the PA broken. Oh, get stuff on the ground. Oh, I cannot see. I cannot see the scoreboard. I mean, like. That's what I mean, Sean. This is what I mean. That's hard. They, they, there are people in charge of these things and they have all they have to do is put an LED scoreboard that they could have <laughs> bought at Walmart <laughs> on the freaking thing <laughs> at, at, at the at TC Ching. We had three games where only a few people could see the score. I mean, like, come on. Like, how hard mm-hmm. is it to do that? Jeez. Yeah, I know. And that's the one thing good, too, about June. He knows how to market our program. Mm-hmm. He brought in that H logo and Oh, just with him, you know, I, he had helmet I, stickers. It's like, oh, wow, this guy knows. And then you're scaring me about was the one throwback of, game. That was one <laughs> of the that was one of the, the criticisms of June was that he kind of ran over the athletic department yeah. and that he threw his weight around and he made changes that people thought that he shouldn't have been able to make, you know, like getting rid of the rainbow and you know, bringing in this, you know, all this outside stuff, but like June is a, he's a pro coach. And I was shocked. Like, I didn't even think we could get him in 98. I, I was like, why would he give up the NFL for our little school? And like, I was absolutely shocked and, you know, spinning it forward 20, 20 some odd years. And it's like, I would be shocked if he's not hired. And I, I'm going to want an investigation if he doesn't. Yeah. Because if anybody understands what to do and how to do it, it's him. And if anybody should be given the chance to fix this thing, yes, and it's this. a freaking mess right now, yes. it's him. If anyone has yeah. deserves deserves it, it's him. So I'm just like it's sitting it like Matlin. It's sitting. It's it's right there on the the batting tee, and all you got to do is pull the trigger. Swing and up. I just 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 freaking do it but we we talked about this before i know there's a i know he ultimately makes the final say but there's a a a board right that 
that it's his pick. Comes still. To... I mean, no, he, no, they, no, it's his pick. His pick alone. He yeah. chooses them alone. Used, they advise there him. There used to be in a there used oh. to be an advisory committee. Yeah, they don't vote. They, they don't like we want no. this guy. They, he says, "What are you guys saying?" And he's like, "Okay, whatever. I choose Graham." That's what he did the last time. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> oh, no. well, clearly, I mean, he's still choosing. Unless the whole committee was like behind Graham too, which we need to yeah, investigate all of them as well. Because it wasn't it with Norm. It was somebody else, and then I think it was it was different. It was a different thing, and then like well, the yeah. Senate, the Senate said it in the inquiry. The only person that can hire and fire the coach is the athletic director, not the president, right. not the board of regents, not the senators. That's why they had the thing. It wasn't like the senators right. microwave. They can't. They know. They 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 asserted what their power was initially. And, and first of all, they are the very high representatives of our, our state government. So they should be, especially of something that I said is important to our state and our culture. It's like, that should be something that should be under a watchful eye and work both ways. Yes, you should. And if the AD was prepared, which they weren't, mm -hmm. they could have easily turned that Senate inquiry into give me something back. What are you guys doing for me? Instead, they just did tuck their tail behind their legs, read a prepared statement, and had nothing to say except defending the coach who now resigned. What does that say? That they went to the bat <laughs> to a coach a, that was yeah, resigned. What does that a, say about that's a them? Pretty, that's a pretty bad look. And it's like, what, what the heck changed within a week? You yep. know, you were defending this guy. And it, yep. it sounds to me like uh, Madeline was, you know, kind of after him to get him to bow out. So I, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, uh, you know, we, we have to move forward. And like we said, the only way we can do that is with a coach that knows who we are and knows how to move forward in the Hawaii way. And that's why, that's why I said, like, I wasn't behind coach Jones at any other coaching round at any other round. I was like, and I was still bitter. And I remember in 2007, as we do, I, I was tutoring a kid. I used to tutor math and I was Eva beach. I don't even, he's old now. He's an adult. Now I was tutoring this, this middle school kid. And I remember this is right after graduation college. That's why. And I was in back home. I was a season ticket holder and 2007, my first year as my own and not my grandparents. So it was kind of cool. And I remember that was, I mean, obviously the amazing season. We don't want to talk about it, but a lot of people remember that moment when June Jones was sitting um, in a suit, not wearing a whole oh, first when he yeah. not wearing a Aloha shirt, that was yeah. already weird. And yeah. then talking and then making the little pony thing and then being SMU. I mean, this was live on TV. This interrupted all the, this was like at what? 4.30 in the afternoon in Hawaii time. It was, mm -hmm. it was like an afternoon. I remember I was in Eva beach. I was like, right. I was right down the street from how Bush. I still remember where the house was. And I remember thinking like this fricka yeah, is leaving was... us right now. Wow. And I was so mad. And that's when I, you know, I finished our Herman Frazier ouster thing and he was gone but look at that look look who left after look who had to deal with the consequences after they messed up do you guys see mm -hmm. the pattern yeah so, <clears throat> yep totally you see that. yeah you can't blame june for like for taking the money and running because there was dysfunction yeah. in the athletic department at that point yeah and like for them to not even have an offer for him june rollo yeah. rollo I mean, Rolo had more money, obviously, waiting for him, but there was no there was no strong desire on him to stick around any longer because there is no desire from the athletic department to to get better, to to increase. Like, that's what I'm saying. We talked about this even from the beginning of we doing the show almost two years ago now, guys. The fact that 
our our school does not advocate for our our our, our department. Like everybody's like, oh yeah, now the senators want to talk. Because that's why when you are a government employee, you go right to the Senate. You go right to the legislature. You go into Senator Wakai's office. I did that. I met with Glenn Wakai last year to talk about the things I want to do. Do you see Madeline and them doing that? No, they have no, they have no relationship with the Senate. And that's why they came in all adversarial and like us versus them. Like, get out of here. Like, you don't need to be in our part. This is all of ours together. This is a communal thing. This is a shared thing. This is a Kako thing, this program. Does not does not belong to you. Does not belong to anybody in the administration. And the, the, frankly, they are a little bit. They they definitely like the power way too much because um, just some crazy hires, no major changes in our branding, marketing, losing people every year, um, blaming COVID for everything. Sounds like somebody who just resigned, right? Blaming COVID for everything. So, <laughs> I mean, this is what I mean. But the fans are going to mess it up again because fans, if they go back to the apathy, that's what's going to happen. People go back to like, oh, I think he's doing like, get out of that mood. Like, come on, the boomer, the, the, the whole thing. Like, we got to get out of that Hawaii. Like, get out of the, oh, like, I don't need to challenge them anymore because this is Hawaii. Now we're just going to love them until they resign on us two years there after they make our quarterback go. Do you see the point that I'm trying to get to? Is people don't hold anybody accountable. So we wait for things to get worse and worse and worse. And then we even have somebody who wants them to go. To get, yeah, I'm just kidding, Sean. I'm not going to go back there with one more year, but. <laughs> I'm saying like, that's I how it is I, Hawaii though. You're right though, yeah. that that's how we felt because that's how we feel in Hawaii. My point is change that. My point mm -hmm. is be like Texas, right? Like don't, and that's crazy. They get crazy. Don't be that crazy, but be more like them. Be more like, you're not helping us by. You're not a part of our culture. You didn't invest in us by. Even if it's like unjustifiable, they'll do it. But we had more the justification to move on and we still didn't do it. And we let that happen in every sport. We let it happen for a long time. And we took, we, now we, everybody better see how lucky we were to have guys like Bob Wagner, people mm -hmm. like Riley Wallace, people like Les Murakami, people like Dave Shoji, legends. I just named four legends. Guess what? Nobody else is legendary like them yet. June Jones. June mm -hmm. Jones, I'd say legend. Yeah. All look at that. Think about all man. of these. Yeah. Vince yeah. Goo. Vince school exactly. Once we go further, why? Because they, we need somebody from the mainland. Dave Shoji. Nope. Dave Shoji, the first ever coach. Dave Shoji, the guy they were like, well, let's this guy figure it out because, you know, <laughs> he needs a job and he turns us into a national power and people are like, oh, no, maybe it's time for to retire. Like, do you know who he is? Do you know what he's done? Like, you guys have no clue. People in Hawaii just have no clue. And the sad part is the people that have the decisions to make have to have the reins of the program have no clue. And that is the biggest issue is that as fans, we're tired of being the ones that always have to know what's going on. Say, and somebody tweeted out about like, we have the fans. Why haven't I AD? And quite frankly, I agree with that statement. I mean, if you're being sarcastic, we would have freaking crowdsourced the last coach and voted on the last one. And it would have been better. Todd Graham wouldn't have won. So don't tell me that the fans don't know what they're doing because I think the fans know who they want right now. And the fans are the ones coming to the game. But, you know, when the team only, the well, school only cares about corporate sponsors, that's all they care about. Well, yeah, there's there's a buzz right now with, you yeah. know, on Twitter and yeah. just in the news. And, like, there's excitement. And I think June can drum up interest like like nobody else in this program. So and I, I just think that, yeah, he, he deserves a chance. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're, we're recording this on Tuesday evening. And... Rich Miano took his name out of the, the hat for the head coaching job and 
he said that he'd like to serve under June on his staff. So like like even more so. Yeah, I know. That's like even even more. And so. he said he'll bring Timmy. He like involve Timmy, yeah. bring Timmy back maybe as OCs. Like that's right there. You get the tree headed monster. Yeah, yeah. It's so like easy. The best of both worlds already. Like, local people need to stop tearing down other local people too. Like, oh, well, yeah. how you know? So, like, yeah, bro, who you guys think you are? You think you guys know Todd Graham? Like, so many people thought they knew Todd Graham so well. They want to support him. They're gonna boot, you're, strap you're gonna, up their boots, and jump on the back of the horse and take them with you're them. Gonna, the you're gonna tell me that Timmy would rather be a wide receivers coach? Yeah, at Colorado State. Than an mm-hmm. offensive coordinator at his alma mater, mm-hmm. even if the pay is roughly the same, you, you're going to tell me that that he's not going to want to come home. He's not going to want run want to run the offense that he grew up in yeah. and was successful in. Yeah, in the place that he was born and raised, as opposed to Colorado State. There, there's just no way you can tell me that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just bring bring him home. Bring them all home. Yeah. Well, guess you know the thing is, Rich Miano's been home this whole time. He's been doing stuff around the program, supporting. That's what I mean. It's frustrating when you know you could do a better job and you still stick around the program. I know what that frustration's like. And he has, he has, he still has the relationships with the high schools. Yeah. And, yeah. And June is still cued into yeah. the important high schools here on Oahu. So I think June is licking his chops. Yeah. This this under recruited because of covid this under recruited class that we have here and i, I think he could turn around and there's no mm-hmm. way you can tell me that bianco wouldn't come here re-establishes the run and shoot the new and improved exactly. run and shoot in exactly. and he's 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 coaching the the polynesian bowl yeah imagine right. oh he couldn't Talk to all yes. the kids. Hey, I'm gonna be the coach, man. Come play for me. Oh, I'm sure oh, already. There. I'm sure already they are. Yeah, oh, make that right make the announcement there. on Friday, and he coaches on Saturday, and he's already recruiting. <laughs> yeah, gonna have like yeah. 20, 20 <laughs> guys signing. Oh, uh, June John picks up 20 players from the Polynesian Bowl. Like, oh so I mean, I think we've already figured we already said obviously it has to be June. Um, obviously, I think Miano or Timmy would be would be names that would bring people back. I mean, that's the thing. Like at the end of the day, we're trying to see who's going to bring the pride back, restore the dignity of the program that was lost because Todd Graham and, you know, everybody was just not holding him accountable too. And that's why, you know, we lost a lot of fans along the way. So we need to bring fans back and we were losing fans before Todd Graham. Let's be honest. (laughs) Even during Rolo, we were losing fans. We weren't gaining fans during Rolo. So what does that say? That's why get the audience. When in they come, because now Hawaii does not believe in that. We won 10 games. We won the division title. When in they not. It's like you need to win the national championship before people pay attention. So the point is, that's not what a fan. Being a fan means that you are engaged with that culture. Win or lose, you're always going to be there the next year. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that those fans have to come to games worried about their teams losing us. Telling people, I remember after the game in 2015 or 2013 and took the Hawaii sports ground at UNLV when we lost and the chow, I was legitimately crying after the game. I didn't go out like that is crazy. That's what an insane person does. So I had to tell myself, like, don't get that sad because like our team is going to lose a lot. So you need to like figure out ways to have a great experience and to detach yourself from whatever the outcome is going to be. Obviously, if if the team wins, that's great. But you can't let, as Hawaii fans, we've learned not to let it hit us too much or you 
I mean, you could be depressed. I mean, I legitimately could depress myself. <laughs> so, I mean, like, no, I mean, so that's what we know. But at the end of the day, like, we should be just be happy to be fans, period. You know, exactly. have a team that that is going to be supporting us, like like culture of a, a program. Like, I bring this up. I'm only going to bring these guys up once because I don't want to talk about the Raiders that much. But that's <laughs> that's an example of football culture that people just want to be a part of because they're going to get blown out a lot and still somehow make the playoffs. But you know they they those people just love their team. They love they, have they love fans. to wear silver and black. Yeah, they love they to be fans. around other. Like that's the whole point of football culture. That's why I have Hawaii sports fans. That's why I started this Hawaii sports fans. It's about fan culture. It's about it's about what we do off the field. It's about not even being around the players sometimes, and it's about being with the players sometimes. So, mm-hmm. like people need to realize like that's what we want to get restored around our program. We want. We're talking about the playing cards at freaking 7-Eleven or whatever programs at, at Foodland they used to have. Like, we want to see our team back into prominence within the community again, like we were before, where people are like, oh, oh, you saw the game, or like people actually know there's a game, you know, like exactly. this time it's like so many times I have to tell people there was a game for the last several years. So mm-hmm. um, you know, now's but, that I time. Mean, but that's the thing, is it's a formula, it's ohana, it's together, it's you know the walk-ons it's it's all the stuff that, mm-hmm. that that june you know learned from Tommy. so yeah and, and that should be that should be passed down from coach to coach and it's like there is a formula and every time we go away from it this is the kind of place that we end up so i i hope we've we've learned and i i just yeah. really hope i i i'm hopeful that we have like a good announcement. The thing that I'm kind of, so. you know, I'm a little bit, um, it's so we had Jeff Ulbricht. We had some good players on that 99 team, obviously that June inherited. And right. the thing is, I think he still can do with what we have. I think he can still do a lot with what we still have left. And I think that right. he's going to bring a lot of people in. Like we have a lot of time and he's going to get a lot of transport portal people. Like we're going to actually see it. I think work in our favor with June Jones because his network is so extensive. And that he'll be able to find kids. I mean, in 2001, so, like pr- early internet days in 99, he was finding randoms in the, you know, in diamonds in the rough. So can you imagine this day and age? Like, that's what I'm saying. It, it's only expands as you get older. You guys are older. It only gets more. The amount of people, you know, the amount of places you've gone, the amount of, it's like, it, there's no reason for Hawaii as far as a program, as much as we have increased, as, as much as we've grown and stagnated really as the d1 program in the last 50 years should be pretty obvious what our identity is now what our culture is now and if you go away from it you don't get it like you really get you you don't get step one like don't even go in the office and sit on the chair right step one is loving hawaii and believing it that this is the most important part is embracing our culture if that's number one i'm sorry that's number one that's not even 10 or 11 it's number one to me because this is our home this is our team. Our state motto is on the crest so, of the yes. school. And we, you can get TTH and the rock walk and the smashing the, the yeah. rock. Get that crap out of here because that, that's not us. That, mm-hmm. It's not we us. We'll even bring a haka back. We might actually yeah, bring, bring the haka. <clears throat> well, that's everyone's saying, he, is he going to get rid of the rainbow? again but well i hope so that's one thing like i hope not like and he needs to be educated on that too i'll be like nah bro like this is (laughs) no and people need to be they can't and that's the thing with june the last time is like he was right because he needed to change a lot of things so so much dysfunction within the department but 
he also made like unilateral decisions like oh no more rainbow like nah bro like he he did offend a lot of people and he needs to realize that yeah. he offended a lot of those people and that's why wagner says things like you we need to remember that like you guys were around that that era as well let's not just go jump to the 2007 era because that's really unfair that is i mean honestly that might not even be our best team those teams could have been better but obviously it's, it's a different era and it doesn't matter but that team success going to the first ever bowl game i playing michigan state in the aloha bowl like that's that's too high for us now. Let's let's be honest. Like we wouldn't Absolutely. be able to make that yeah. level play a Big Ten team. So it was harder to do a lot of those things back then. Maybe yeah. getting to the BCS and the way we got to the BCS, our formula was schedule the easiest schedule basically <laughs> in the country, and we did that. And I'm 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 glad we did. I'm glad we made it to Sugar Bowl, but we got exposed a little bit, right? It's like Washington was like the the worst team in the Pac-12, and they almost beat us for the last game. So yeah. you know, like Wagner isn't wrong, but we all need to realize that this is one Ohana and one Hawaii. So we all need to brace every part, every era um, and not forget about the arrows or at least not forget about them because people forget things. People forget like, uh, let's be honest, administrative errors were made before and the Stevie wonder thing was cheaper than what we are in now. And somebody lost his job over that too. So right. I'm just saying like, we, we forget when things happen, but some people want to conveniently, let the public forget or let them deflect, deflect so you can save your job. And but, that's what I'm tired of. Yeah. Yeah. You can embrace the warrior, but you can't just totally throw away the rainbow because yeah. it's such an important part of our past. So yeah. I, I think you can do, you can do both, you know, you can do throwback rainbow jerseys. Once oh, he year, better. Once or twice. He, he better. He better. I mean, but I get, neither Rolo never did and neither did yeah, Graham. Yeah. So it was disappointing. Yeah, that's true. That's what are I you mean. guys are you guys worried about June's age? He's sixty-eight. Or you think he's you think yeah, that's what a lot of people that's like the, the biggest con that I hear people say, like, oh, when I ask, oh, what's wrong with June Jones? Oh, he's so old. Oh, it's like but Pete Carroll have presidents that are like 70. Like, <laughs> come on, people, let's get out of here. I tell them Pete Carroll <laughs> is 70 years old and he's going to lead us to the Super Bowl next year. So age doesn't matter. Right, well, well, I, we, <laughs> I, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot give you the, I cannot authenticate the sanity of that last statement said by Shane. But um, at the same time, he's right though. People like Pete Carroll. It's the vivacity within them. It's the desire. Mm. Pete Carroll works out. Bill Belichick probably also works out, even though he doesn't look at it, but <laughs> it's a desire at that age. And June has a desire. And like he said, he's passionate about the program. He's not going to go coach San Jose State. He's not going to go to Florida <laughs> International. Yeah, yeah. And that I mean, he will have to do more work. This he's going to bring in people to do the legwork and he's mm-hmm. going to guide them and he's going to bring everybody back exactly. in. And that's why, honestly, I'd probably make him AD right now as well as two, because that's all he needs to do is be that figurehead to bring people back to Hawaii. That's literally all he needs to do. Period. He, he coached the he coached the Atlanta Falcons. He coached the San Diego Chargers. He coached the he coached in the CFL. He coached the XFL, and he coached here. So he's got so much knowledge, mm-hmm. and he knows how to do it. There's there's no one. Oh, like, it's not about knowledge. I mean, that's why I'm saying like it's his knowledge is like at 68. What is it going to go away? Like that's why I don't get like. I, I didn't want him because before, let's face it, he he screwed us over in a, a lot of ways. He he made oh, us feel bad and he offended a lot of us. That's why we didn't want him before. And a lot of people, some people are still offended. I mean, like, are you going to, if you're challenging June Jones, like acumen as a football coach, like, 
you shouldn't even watch football. Like, stop, stop right now. That's like challenging Rolo's. Like, Rolo proved himself to me. Rolo proved yeah. himself that he can he can lead a program. Mm-hmm. People forget very easily. And that, that's the thing, too. We forget. And I believe Timmy Chan could do it as well if he's given the chance. So, you know, hopefully that he will if he, um, you know, gets put into our pipeline. But that's the whole point. Hawaii should have always been a pipeline to be fed for new coaches. Mm-hmm. How many minority head coaches do we have? Very few. One, two ponies, Kalani Sitake and Kenyu Matalolo. And none of them mm-hmm. are Hawaiian. And we could have had Hawaiian coaches. We could have had one at our mm-hmm. Oh, we had Larry Price, I guess, back in the day. But today... The point is, like, we there are a lot of coaches that we're, we can make statement hires at Hawaii because who we are and how we are supporting our own. But instead, we got this guy from Texas who decided to bring his son and make him the offensive quarter and give him the job. And that's what that's the thing that bothers me because people want to get all crazy about Kealohas and they do like those people are way crazy. That woman is insane. But, you know, it's like Hawaiians, you know, in positions of elite power. That's why people get on that. They're like, look at that's why you cannot put these local. You cannot make them police chief. It's like, no, these people are just really insane. We have like local people that can be police chief. Also, I don't want to, uh, Lewis Kello had the weirdest and most, he had a lot of spelling errors in his first statement. So I was like, okay, this guy is not even ready, but that's the thing about Hawaii, right? We just hire who these people just hire who they think they hire. I don't even know what Madeline was thinking with Todd Graham. So he's going to have to figure out that one, but I mean, he needs to be challenged on that too. Because what were you mm. thinking? You know what I mean. Yeah. But here we are now at a point. Looks like hopefully anytime a new coach will be uh, announced. Thank you for, you know, always continuing to support us. Uh, we get more and more downloads every week, and always looking for people. Yeah, if you want to sponsor our show, uh, go and throw us a, a few bones. Thank you, Mahalo to Marty Martin J. Asmus, our friend in in Idaho. Send us over a little tip at HI Sports Fans. Nice. Um, all proceeds, uh, you know, go to Rainbow Wrap Up. So if you want to Venmo us at HI Sports Fans, just to help pay for the production of the show, please do that. We've been doing this now or um, at Hawaii Sports Fans for almost two years, live streaming and never once been sponsored. Or we have our, you know, our boy Brad, always other sponsors. So our boy Brad, we had some people step up and sponsor some episodes for us. But now it's at the point where I know we have a lot of listeners. I know we have a lot of people that, you know, want this content and expect it every week. And I think it's something that for, you know, the three of us is really easy because like, this is what we're passionate about. So all we gotta do is start talking, but we're also saying things that no one else is saying. We're also making a show that we want to listen to. That's kind of the whole point as well is that we want other people to be able to hear actual perspective, to be able to hear a narrative that's challenged sometimes because local media will always stay lockstep with that person. I mean, and this happened till the very end. I mean, no, who called for Todd Graham's resignation, really, in the media? Nobody. Our podcast, legitimately. And so... Most I, of the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what? <laughs> Most of the podcast. <laughs> Most of the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, two-thirds <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> but I said, I did say I would prefer him not to be the coach. You did, you did. So we, we're getting that wish, and we're hoping the next time we're on, we can tell you who our new coach is. But for our boy Shane, La Lao Head, I know, and of course, Sean Iman, go check them out on Twitter. Go follow all of their musings on Instagram and all of the sheesh that, uh, that you can get in your daily um, timeline. And go follow these guys as well. But mahalo for joining us for another show. This is Wayne Cueto. We'll talk to you guys later. Aloha. Peace. Go boys. Hire, hire him and they will come. <laughs>